Hey, how you guys doing? This is Darren with Eagle's Voice, and I want to share with you a message that I taught earlier last week. And the message of the, or the title of the message is Joy, a Believer's Victory, talking about the victory that we have through our joy, trusting God, believing God in every area of our life. And the scripture that I use, or that I'm going to be using, that I want to share with you today is James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. And it reads, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall in the various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So we see that the Word of God says that we rejoice when we go through various trials in our life. It doesn't say to get sad or get upset when things come against us. It says rejoice, start praising. You know, there's something that happens when you have a joyous attitude when things come against you. So I just want to pray with you today before I play this um, quick 10-minute episode of a teaching that I did. So let's pray. Father, I come before you tonight, and I give you honor, I give you glory, and I give you praise. And I just thank you for every listener today that's listening to this podcast. Lord, we know that it's not by accident, but it's a divine appointment, Father, that every person here listening today, Father God, that you will strengthen them and quicken them, Father, and lead them and guide them and direct them into all truth, Father. I thank you that no weapon formed against any of our listeners shall ever prosper, and every tongue that rises against them in judgment, you shall condemn and call a lie. I thank you that your peace that surpasses all understanding would guard their heart and their mind through Christ Jesus. We know that you're able to do exceedingly above all that we can ask or ever think, and the confidence that we always have in you that anything that we ask according to your will, we know that you hear us. And since we know that you hear us, we have the petitions of the things we've asked for. So I just thank you for placing peace and, and a confidence upon the, our, um, your people's heart today, Lord God, and that you comfort them, Father, and that you cover them with your feathers, that under your wings they shall take refuge. Father, we give you honor, we give you glory and praise in Jesus' name. I hope you enjoy this message today, and God bless you. Have a good one. Show me the path of life. Your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. It don't look like it sometimes. It doesn't look like that there's pleasures forevermore in our life, but the word just said to us that he will show us the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The word of God also says, my son, Give attention to my words, incline your ears to my sayings. And that's the most important thing that he tells us to put your ears, listen to me. See what I'm trying to tell you. And that's the most important thing. If we can listen, if we can hear what God is trying to tell us, we will be very successful in every area. We'll be tried, we'll be tested. But if you hear what God is trying to say, if you obey, if you listen, and you speak what the words of God says, I'm telling you that your life will skyrocket in areas like you never believed when you speak what God says. Amen. This is how God wants us to live. He doesn't want us to live a defeated life. He doesn't want us constantly fighting and arguing. No, he wants us to live a life of peace, a life of joy, a life of hope. But I want to tell you that this isn't for the weak. You have to be strong. You have to be able to stand. You have to be bold. You have to speak up. You can't waver. You can't cave in. You can't give up in this walk of faith that I'm talking about. See, I've seen God do so many things in my life and in the things of others, from healing bodies to providing in ways that can't even be explained. 
All because of faith. All because of belief in God's word. And that's what God's saying. Just believe. If I call my children and tell them, hey, daddy's coming home with a Big Mac tonight. I'm going to pick up some lunch or dinner or whatever. They're not going to say, you know, dad's not getting me something. They're going to say what I said. They're going to tell their brother and their sister, hey, dad's bringing us home some food. They're going to repeat what I said. And they're going to anticipate for me to come home with that Big Mac. They're going to anticipate me coming home with that food. And that's the same thing that God is just saying. He's saying, look at it like that. He said, if I tell you something, go tell people. Go tell people what your dad's about to do for you. Be vocal about your faith. Speak up and be proud. And then anticipate. Thank him and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that my needs are met. I thank you there's peace in my home. I thank you that my children are acting right. See, that's what faith is. The Bible says faith is to call those things that be not as though they are. When the Bible began, when God began in Genesis, everybody knows that it was dark. It said darkness covered the earth and the spirit of the Lord hovered about the face of the deep. And then God said, he said, did he say, oh, it's dark out here. I can't see out here. He knew it was dark. God said, let there be light. And the Bible says it was so. He didn't speak the circumstance. He spoke what he wanted to see. And the Bible tells us, too, that we are kings, we are priests, that we could declare a thing that it may be established. See, this isn't no hocus pocus. This isn't no spooky stuff. This is just truth. The power of your words, the power of believing God, the power of being a child of God. Confessing that you have the victory in every area of your life, even when you don't feel like it. Most likely when you don't feel like it, you have to speak these things and watch them come to pass in your life every single time. I've seen that, you know, I've seen God work so many things out and we know that God wants us to have joy. Psalm 1611. You will. I already read that. You will show me the path of life. Your presence is fullness of joy. So in God's presence there is fullness of joy. So if we're lacking joy, where do we need to get? In the presence of God. How do we spend time in the presence of God? Through the word of God. I heard Marilyn Hickey preaching. And she said ever since she was little, she had a desire to see God and serve God. And she said when she was around 11 years old, she asked God a question. She said, God, she said, are you in the Methodist church? Are you in the Baptist church? Are you over here in the Pentecostal church? I want to know where you are because where you are is where I want to be. And she heard the Lord tell her, I'm in my word. I'm in my word. This is where God is. The Bible says that the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it's the discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. When you open up the word of God, it's actually like you're looking into water. How many of you looked into water before at a lake and you looked in and you saw your reflection? The water repeat, uh, reflects who you are. The word of God reflects who we are. When we open up the word and we begin to read it, God starts working within us from the inside out. He starts showing us. And you're like, wow. I did that. That's how I was. And God gently shows us, hey, this is what I want you to do. This is where I want you to go. And he speaks to us through, our, through his word. 
And he speaks to every person and every individual in his own way because he created us, each individuals, right? The Bible says that he knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. So somewhere God thought us up and he created us. He thought us and he brought us forth from our mothers. To me, that's so amazing that God knew us before we were born. That's why so many of us, I can speak for myself, before I knew God or before I started serving God, I always knew something deep down inside of me. There had to be something more. There had to be something more than what I was doing every day. There had to be something more than just working, right? Retiring and dying. Is this what we are put on this earth for? No. God says, I put you here to have abundant joy, to walk out your purpose and share my goodness with others, to share the testimony that you have with others, to change the life of others around you. You can make an impact where you are right now, exactly where you are. See, God has placed something inside each and every one of us and every one of us have a testimony. See, there's not one person better than another person. There's not one gift greater than another gift. Just because one man's a pastor, one might be an evangelist. He's not better than a Christian sitting listening to the word. We're all believers to build each other up, but we all have a purpose to play. See, God says, go out and encourage your neighbor. Go out and encourage, you know, your co-worker. Kind words. You know, you don't have to go. I don't go slap people in the head with the Bible. You know, I don't tell them that you have to believe. I don't shove nothing down their throat. I try to let my life be a testimony. I try to help people where I can. If they need help, I try to help them. You know, I, I let my light shine. I just try to love people where they're at. Do I fail? I fail. I fail a lot. But that's why God's grace was extended to us. That's why Jesus went on the cross and he died for us. For the remission of our sins that whosoever shall believe. Right? Whosoever. I'm whosoever, you're whosoever, that you shall be delivered, you shall be saved, and the peace of God shall rest upon your life. But the enemy does not want you to have anything that God has freely given you. He's going to try to question it. He's going to try to take it away so to get you into unbelief. See, he wants to get you in unbelief. He doesn't want you to believe the promises of God over your life. He will always contradict God's promise with a doubt. Just like he did Eve when she ate of the fruit. Satan was there deceiving her, speaking to her, saying the opposite of what God said. And he does the same exact thing today. The battle is not outside, it's in our mind. Everything begins with a thought. Everything we deal with begins with a thought in our mind. But we can't allow those thoughts to steal our joy. We have to stand firm on the word of God. And I want to tell you that joy and fear cannot coexist. They can't coexist with each other. And the Bible says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. These are things that God has given us. So when you, when you feel fearful, declare the word that God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. That's what you speak. The same way when Jesus went to the wilderness when he was fasting for 40 days, Satan came and tested him and told him, if you be the son of God, turn that rock into bread. And Jesus came back and what did he say? He spoke the word. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but off of every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So I have learned 
over the 10 or 11 years that I've been walking in faith, that God responds to his word. God hears his word and it never comes back to him empty. So I've learned to speak God's words in my life.